So Sunday, Sunday has joined me in the studio. Yesterday, you were at the UPSA. <laughs> Bernard, I was. Yes. And uh, looking through the brochure, I saw you too. And you were there the day before. Yes, to I, I was the... there on a Wednesday. Okay, so we were not on Wednesday. I went there yesterday. Yes. And I mean, Bernard, um, <laughs> yesterday was the definition of a miracle for me. I, yes. I saw a miracle in black and white. Yes. In fact, there's something Ali said. Uh, he said that he is an epitome of the Akan saying that Ufru Eduyapa and Epiyan. And that he is an Eduyapa. That was in the speech. No, yeah, that was about the, the speech. Let's listen to his so speech. So this was the valedictorian speech. Thank you so much. That, that suggests that when a class graduates, they select one who deserves honor. Yep. to deliver a speech on behalf of all the graduates. Yep. And yep. there were lots of them who graduated uh, uh, yesterday. Small boy, they called him and then he galloped to the podium. Then he delivered the thing. <laughs> so you were, in the, you were in the hall? Yes, I was in the hall. I, I, yeah, I was in, sitting in the hall watching. And mm. Charlie, I, I, so the hall was full? I mean, because of COVID, they decided not to allow parents and relatives and all mm. of those uh, kind of things to come for the graduation. So mm. it was just the graduates who were in the, in the hall. And um, it was it was it was a full hall. The minister for finance was there, Ken Oforiata. Wow! You know he's uh, he, he was sitting at the top there, listening to all these people. And then this boy comes in. I think it was Doctor Kiki Sapon also there. Doctor Kiki Sapon was so there. So this is the Faculty of Accounting and Finance. Yes. The and the the graduates were from that faculty. So he did. Uh, so Ali did a um, a Bachelor of Science in Accounting. Mm -hmm. Bachelor mm -hmm. of Science in Accounting. Okay. So the finance minister was there with his deputy, mm -hmm. uh, Honorable Abina Osei Asai. So, there. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. It's I think, I think we, should, we, should, we, should, we should listen to the speech. Okay. I mean, it, it, it touched so many. I know, I know. Yeah. Chairman of the University Governing Council, Honorable Dr. Kiki Members of the University Governing Council, the Vice Chancellor, Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, a very pleasant day to you all. I feel very honored and privileged to stand before you on this historic occasion deliver the valedictory speech on behalf of my colleague graduates. I am not the spotlight of the day, as every graduate here deserves great acknowledgement and applause for what they have achieved. Today is a special day for us all, but it is particularly unparalleled for me. Looking back, we can only give praise to the Almighty for this milestone. We have come a long way. We can therefore never discount the contributions of our families, guardians, and friends to our journeys for their immense support and impact. I would also like to show special appreciation to my mom for her immeasurable love and encouragement. I remember how she kept ringing my phone anytime I left home for school, just to ensure that I'm okay. She would call my phone about three times before I would reach the hostel. And she will always tell me, remember to call me when you get to the hostel. I could go on and on, but I will pause here to reflect a bit on my personal journey, which is quite different from most of the graduates here. I started my education in Katamansu Presby Primary. 
2014, I passed my basic education certificate examination and continued to Wesley Grammar School. All this while, life was not rosy. As a son of a headsman, I had to balance schooling and assisting my father with his work. Although I successfully completed senior high school with seven years and a B, furthering my education at the university seemed almost impossible. However, a miraculous encounter with Umaru Sanda Amadou and Bernard Avila of CTFM, Professor Abed Nego, Fenny Oko Amati, heard them talking about me on air, and he called, and he offered me a scholarship. I became the first beneficiary of the Vice Chancellor's Endowment Fund, which catered fully for my tuition fees. Bernard and Maru further helped me to get a scholarship from the City Cook Foundation, which catered for my hostel fees. Today, I am truly humbled indeed to have benefited from these scholarships. I am very thankful for the opportunity and also grateful to all who work tirelessly to ensure that these schemes function properly. But for these scholarships, I probably would never have had the opportunity to be here today, graduating as a student with first class honors, delivering this valedictory speech. I humbly want to make a passionate appeal to everyone who can hear me today to support these scholarship funds within their best capacities. As there are many students with even greater potential out there who have been stopped of the opportunity to shine, and whose dreams may never come true as a result. As a Muslim, I always take inspiration from two verses in the Noble Quran. The first is Quran chapter 2, verse 286, which says, Allah does not bear in a soul, beyond that it can bear. And the second goes, Quran chapter 94, verse 5, as, for indeed, with hardship, comes east. I'm also a passionate football fan. So let me cite the case of the football club, Newcastle United. <laughs> Newcastle United is a very big traditional football club that has struggled financially for so many years and has also battled several allegations in recent times. But after a takeover, which was sold a few days ago. Newcastle United is today the richest club in the English Premier League. For me, this further affirms that, indeed, with hardship comes ease. I am the epitome of the Akan proverb, Ufudiapa, Nepion. When you climb a good tree, you are giving a push. While I encourage all and sundry to contribute to the UPSA Vice Chancellor's Endowment Fund and the City Group Foundation, I would like to take this opportunity to encourage all students out there to never give up on their dreams, but to keep working hard and climbing the proverbial good tree. And one day, 
they will get the push like I did. Fellow graduates, the reality of life after university has fast caught up with us. We have overcome many obstacles and challenges. Remember those sleepless nights, especially during the virtual examinations, which were brought about as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Let us all be proud of ourselves, because this day is the product of our hard work and dedication. This teaches us that we can overcome all our challenges, provided we believe we can, and are ready to work hard towards it. As we step out into the world, I urge us all to be good ambassadors of this great institution. Let us all continue to live by the virtues of integrity, discipline, consistency, objectivity, and perseverance, which our UPSC experience has taught us. Let us exhibit good professional behavior everywhere we find ourselves and contribute positively to the development of Madagan. Thank you all. Congratulations, class of 2021. We made it. God bless us all. Well, so that was uh, Ali Inusa's speech. Charlie, he's, he's, he's delivered his Obama. Charlie? <laughs> I mean, wow. adding proverbs and things. So, I mean, Bernard, wow. I mean, yesterday In was the presence of the finance minister, in the presence of... Uh, the deputy minister of finance, the everybody... Vice-chancellor. Charlie, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a big speech. Did you write the speech yourself? Yes, I wrote it, but uh, I was helped by one woman at the public affairs. To, to help, to make it look better. Yes. How long did it take you to write the speech? I think some few days. Wow. About five days or so. Yes. You know, I like the way you delivered it. You were not under pressure. You didn't rush. You just He was calculated. I mean, he he took paragraph by paragraph and yeah. he was just, was just taking his pauses nicely. He was presenting the thing. I was like, okay, this boy, when did you learn this one to? So let's and go apparently, back. yes. Let's go back to how it all started. So uh, listeners, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, I'm interviewing Inus Ali, who graduated with a first class in accounting from UPSA yesterday. He was a class valedictorian that means that he was the one selected among all the graduates to deliver the valedictory speech he's one of the best students for the the graduating class as well and um, the reason we brought him this morning is that the the, the story is a very interesting story so sander just take me back to how it all began mm. Ben, in 2017 i had gone to the village as often as i do go to check on my old boy and old girl mm -hmm. and then my father says you know what i want you to take me to go visit my brother who lives at Katamanso. So mm -hmm. we are at Astrari Junction. Mm -hmm. Katamanso is a neighboring uh, district. Okay. So I, I, I carried my mom and dad, put them in the car. I was driving them to Katamanso to go and visit his uh, brother called Nyali, mm -hmm. who is um, the headsman for the Agbo family. And this is your old car? Yes. Yes, my... <laughs> 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 no, well, just me, remember... Why letting people know that, that I was the old car? car. Now you yes. put me in trouble. So you, you look at your mother and your father and your old car. Yes, yes. I also had my wife and I think our first daughter, Binta. Okay. Okay, the whole family Charlie, yeah, it was a family <laughs> trip, you know. Okay. We we're just going random. Then now the road to the house is usually a bushy place. This is an area where you have cattle crowds, so it's not like a, so this a, is Katamansu. Katamansu itself, the old place near the Agbo, you know, the near Agbo uh, is a man who runs Katamansu. This brother is the MP, yes. Agbo. Mm -hmm. His brother was the one who was living there at the time. Okay. Unfortunately, he's passed. Mm -hmm. Now they are father's place. So I was driving there, and then this gentleman, the one to your left, mm -hmm. 
He emerges from the bush and flags me down. My windows were down. Mm -hmm. So he recognized me. So he quickly flagged me down. So I stopped. So this is not Ali. This is a different person. No, this is Ali. So, mm -hmm. This is not Ali. So this is Umaru. Mm -hmm. He's my namesake. Mm -hmm. So he greeted me. I mean, when he flagged me, I stopped. And he said, oh, this is Umaru. And I was like, he's, he's happy to see me. You know, those kind of things. I, I listen like, to you on city. You're yeah, a good man. I was like, okay, that's fine. So can I continue? And he said, no. I, I want to bring you a bottle of cow milk. I said, all right, that's awesome. <laughs> then he said, okay, next thing. Please, I want you to see something on my phone. Okay. And then he shows me wasi results that I have not seen. What's the thing? What's the I have never, never before seen this kind of result before. Uh -huh. I was like, what is this? He said, that's my little brother's wasi So what result was that? It was A in chains. And I think there was Seven A's and a B. And a B. This is around 20 what? 17. 2017. 2017. Mm -hmm. And I said, but where is the owner of the... Is it for you? He said, no, it's for my brother. I said, where is he? Oh, he's gone with the cattle to the bush. Oh, he's following the cows with the seven A's he and the seven A in his back pocket. <laughs> so I said, ah, oh. what, what is this? He said, well, the boy has finished, uh, but there's no way they can help him to go forward. Mm. Um, there are five children. Mm -hmm. This boy is the last. He's the last born. He's the last born. He's the David of the family. He's the David and of the family. And he's following his father's sheep. <laughs> following the, <laughs> the sheep in the bush there. So I said, okay, I'll see what I can do about this. It, mm -hmm. was, a, it was a weekend. Mm -hmm. So I just took... A screenshot. A screenshot of the thing. And then I continued with my father to go to visit his brother. We finished on our way back. Umaru accosted me again with a bottle of cow milk. Oh, okay. Which he had promised so me. So he means he met you twice that day. Yeah, so twice that day. Because that, this guy was not around. Ali mm, was He was in the picture. So, he, so he's the one who met me. So he gave me the thing and I took his number. And then I drove off. Came back. Then came to Accra. And I came to see Bernard Kokuavle. Mm -hmm. And I said, Bernard. This is a boy I have gone to discover. It's like discovering a jewel in a forest. Mm -hmm. I mean, we need to bring it home and mm -hmm. refine it and deliver it. Mm -hmm. And you said, why not? We have to do this. And you had a discussion with Samens. Mm -hmm. And then at the time, unfortunately, admissions had closed to all these yes. universities. Yes. You know, and... Because he had missed the deadline. He had missed the deadline. Before you continue, so you are uh, Inusa. Umaru. 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 Umaru Inusa, right? Umaru, what's your surname? Yeah, that's Inusa. Uh, no, no, let's talk. So you are, what number in the family? What number are you? I'm number three. Number three, so yes. you are the middleborn. At that time, you were doing some other work. What were you doing? Think you were doing yes, you were doing mechanic work or something. Oh, no, that, I, was, I was doing um, uh, welding. Welding at the time. Going to the bush at the same time. So how did you know that it was Sander? So I had the phone I used to, I showed to Umaru Sander. Mm -hmm. So I was on, uh, I go to Facebook and then I, I've been checking things. So, I saw his picture and I, I was proud of. I was proud to see him because he's uh, like one of us. So when you saw him in your town, it's like this, today is your chance. Like I, I wasn't expecting to, to see Sander at all. Not even thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> so then you gave him. You showed him your brother's results. Yes, please. What did you want him to do with the results? In fact, I told him if there will be anything he can do, mm. but maybe I don't know his capacity. Mm -hmm. Yes. So maybe scholarship or, or something. something. Because it means he the admission had passed. He hadn't applied. Nothing. He we, hadn't we applied. Don't, we, we don't even know that you applied for anything. Uh, so you hadn't applied for university? No, no, no. no, no. I had not applied. Right you had not applied for university. You just had the seven A's and a B. Yes. So I think when you came, we came on air and we discussed it, right? Yeah, so you see, he, see Umaru just said something. We didn't even know we had to apply. That's what Umaru just said to mm -hmm. you. I mean, it's a typical story. Mm -hmm. When I finished GSS, mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do next. Mm. It was my teachers who went to the district, went to collect a scholarship. 
and went to collect my admission from Mr. Theophilus Agrobo to encourage me, took me to Asham and bought me my trunk prospectus. I had never heard that word before. He took me there, we bought trunk, chop box and those things. And he carried me literally to go and drop me in the in the secondary yeah. school. And even after secondary school, you would say you go to secondary school, he went to secondary school, Wesley Grammar. Yeah. You should have gotten a lot of exposure. But you see, when you live in a community where there aren't role models, there is nobody you look up to. You just go to school because they say go to school, which is what he did. He goes to school, they say study, he studies, he excels, and he comes home. How, how did you get seven A's and a B? Because you were a student, right? Or as a boarder? As a boarder. Wesley Grammar. Yeah, so when I entered the school, you know, usually when you enter into the school, you have, you get to meet people who are already there. Mm -hmm. And then I was lucky to meet one guy. Mm -hmm. His name is Ali. He's also Ali. Okay. He's Isaac Ali. So I met him one evening. Mm -hmm. And then he said, wow. He has gotten a school son who has a name. <laughs> so, um, coincidentally, this guy was also very good. Actually, he finished in 2015. He also had seven years. So, it was like this guy mentored me. Anytime he was going to learn, I followed him. And even sometimes when I don't understand certain things, I go to him and he explains. So, it got to a certain time. When I go to him, he told me that now he's tired. I should try and figure out things on my own, sit down and then learn i will get it i shouldn't always come to him and then depend on whatever he teaches me i should also get time sit down and then try to investigate things myself so when he left i continued what he told me i always made sure that i didn't wait till the last minute to learn before exams because actually i remember during the was i was seriously ill mm -hmm. about a month into the was mm -hmm. i was very ill but what evening was? Oh, that? you were ill, and yes. then you got you still get sovereignty and everything. Yes, <laughs> if you were so ill. I think what saved me was that I I didn't wait till last minute like some people do. I'd already prepared in advance, even though I was revising, but I had already prepared in advance, mm -hmm. and that was that was what aided me to. So so Sam, I'm trying to remember. So he, you brought the guys' results. University admissions had already yes. So passed. Uh, people had already applied to you. Various universities got admissions and moved on. Cope. Our City Opportunities Project in Education, uh, we award scholarships to deserving students to the tertiary institutions. We had already exhausted the list. Um, everybody who applied had been processed and then we had to move on and then people have given, been given admissions. Now, then you, you had to find a way to get him into a university because the options that are available was to wait till the following year. But you then said, no, we have to find a way around this. Uh, we need to know what to do. And you started making some calls. Luckily, uh, the VC of UPSA was listening to us that morning when I came on the City Breakfast Show for us to have this conversation. And then he makes the call uh, to Bernard Avler and says, Bernard, uh, I'm listening to this young man on your radio. I think it is something I can do. We, we, can, we can assist. And then further, you went to discuss with Samens and said, look, the COOP project has exhausted the list. I mean, we don't have that much. The funds we have at City is not that much to pay I for I think everybody. because at the time, the admission had closed. Admission had closed. Every and university then we had already sent the people out. Yes. So, so when, I think you heard the story on air or something. No, no. I'm Sandra came to, to me, remember actually. Something. Yeah. yeah I, Sandra I, I, came to me. Okay. So you spoke to him. Yes. I mean, I, I thought that we did something we have to do. But we had, like, like I was saying, uh, the list was exhausted. Cope had exhausted everything because we do this every year. And Charlie, the money now come here. So we've helped so many students to so many universities, and yet this boy comes, and this boy must be helped. So what do we do? Okay, we have to help part of it because the VC called you and said, 
I listened to this boy on your show. Mm-hmm. He's smart. I want to help him. So and even though admission, I think I'll call the VC to explain his role because I'm, the, the, the details are a bit hazy. Mm-hmm. But what I know is that COPE had closed the admission for that time. And I think the universities had also finished the admission for uh, the period. Yes. But that was what the power of bringing the story on air does. It does. So when you came on air, the VC heard and then we spoke to him and he said, I should bring you. Do you remember those details? I'm not. I'm not. Do you remember what happened within that period? Yes, I remember. I remember most of the things. That so if you just just help me remember, because so yes, uh, that day, that day after the interview, I think you took uh, my brother and I, and then we went uh, to UPSA to meet the VC. So after we met him, he promised that he's going to help the offer me a scholarship. So immediately he asked those um, admitting students to. Uh, help me to get admission. So after that, we went to the bank, Access Bank, just near UPSC, and then we bought the forms, and then everything was filled. Yeah. And then I think everything was almost finalized, and then we left. So the next day, my brother and I came back again. We had to join some long queues, you know, those kind of admission <laughs> or highlight things. So, okay. Yeah, so I think we took about three days or four days to complete everything, and then from there on, I moved into the hostel and then started business. So you 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 were beneficiary of uh, UPSA academic scholarship and the city opportunity scholarship for your residential facility user fee. Exactly. So you moved into your hostel. Yes, I moved into the hostel. So you stayed in the hostel for the four years. Yes, for the four years. I see. So you were you were not in out out in. You were in 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 in. <laughs> I see. I understand what was going through your mind and your mom because I remember I spoke to your mom. Every time I speak to your mom, she speaks ga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when his mother speaks ga, yes. what was what was going through your mind around all this time when we were trying to get him into the the school in the last minute? Yeah. Like we 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 were not we were not we don't have any option mm. at all. No option at all. Mm. So just something like a miracle. It was a miracle. Like, yes, just like that. Uh, amazing stuff. <laughs> but but what you need to look at is the education in okay because Ali is the last born. Um, I don't know if any of the elder siblings have gone to uh, Omar. Any any of you gone to university in your family? Not even secondary school, I think. Not even secondary school. How? Tell me the story. How many are you? What yes. What's the state of education? Yes, we are five in number, and then uh, the second, and then I. We went to school together. Okay. At Katamazo. We completed in 2003. Why, why is this Katamazo? After, Kat- after Zinu So Katamazo, if you're, f- if you're on the Dodoa Road, you get to an area called Amrahia, you turn right. There's a road street that leads you to Katamazo. Alternatively, you go through Ashaiman, Lebanon, Zenu, Atadika, then you reach Katamazo. So what Ka- do you people do? Ka- What's the main profession there? So they are farming, farming and herding. Yeah, cattle farming and crop farming. Yes, yes. Katamasu used to be the farmland of Nungwa people in the days of old. So that's how come Nungwa is the... Oh, that's why Niafote and Co. Yes, so that's that's where they are from. And so Nungwa people would go and farm in Katamasu and go back. That's where they had their farms in those days. And so that's how significant Katamasu is. Uh, you remember it for the the battle of uh, Katamasu and all of those <laughs> things. So when you go there, that battle thing has happened there. But... Lots of people are there. It's a gang community. It's a it's a gang community. But these people have also been living there, doing business for the cattle business with the with the gang people for a long time. Uh, so if you go to the Agbo uh, near Forty Agbo's family, you you realize that these people have been doing cattle business alongside the crop farming for a long time. And these people, he is doing what you are doing welding, and now he's doing tipper track because that area they 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 
they sell winning. Yeah, sand so gravel and those work. Those are Polonia area. Exactly. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay, so. okay. I know that it is That's the that's no, a, oh, a small place. After Atadeka and Katamazu. I'm sure this is the typical reason why Coke was started. Of course. This is a typical course. story. Of course, of course. Of yeah. Course. If you do you, but you remember this story? I do, of course. I, I you know, I never met him. I, I haven't met yeah. you before, right? You haven't met him? I think we met when I came here in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, so you remember Alexander. meeting him? I remember meeting him. Because of my stomach, you can't get it wrong. <laughs> I remember meeting him at the four Oh, you spoke to him at the four Yes. Okay. Sander comes to me that, look, this thing, he knows we've closed, but this boy's situation is, I said, listen, I get this kind of request every day, so I don't know what to do. And Sander won't even leave my office. And then he's, he kept staring at me. It's like I've sinned and falling short of the glory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I said, well, then go to Kafui and let's see what we can do. So, and then they came to you and, and things just, mm. you know. Our first but again, I, think, I think a good thing is that he was able to um, articulate his situation mm-hmm. properly, mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, Fen Yoko also uh, heard. I mean, can you imagine this? If at the time the discussion was held, mm-hmm. Fen Yoko is uh, the VC of the Oko had said, well, if, he were, if he were not listening to the station at that time, it would have been another missed opportunity. So things, all these things work together for good. He actually sent me a WhatsApp whilst we were on air mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I should bring the boy. Yeah. Because yeah. we needed to secure admission. I remember admission. when you drove to I think I went to Kapu. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the whole point was to secure admission. Admission. To secure and admission, offered to but time also was running, take that. Time was running faster at the time. In so, fact, they had closed admissions. So yeah, it's just it's just how life works. Mm. <laughs> I think uh, we've called Professor Oko Abednego Feng. He's the VC of UPSA to just uh, pick his own thoughts on this this amazing story. Prof, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Yeah, thank, thank you, Bernard. Thanks, Pastor Bernard. So I'm fine. I'm I'm trying to piece the story together because I don't remember all the details. Was it? Am I the one who called you, or you were the one who told me that you heard the story and wanted to admit the the gentleman? Okay, so I was actually listening to you, um, like I usually do in the mornings. And for me, that is the, the key point. I think Samet made that point. If you have a very good host like Bernard and the team there, then you have no choice but to listen. And so it begins with um, the station itself having a very good program, compelling others to listen to it. Sometimes we miss our, our morning meetings because Bernard is on there. So I called him, and I was like, oh, wow, um, this is... Um, a brilliant guy, we shouldn't allow this to go just like that. So you came over uh, with, I think, a colleague wanting to buy a form because you have close admissions. And then we decided, okay, we could sell the form. But I felt that uh, we could do more. In fact, most people do not know. I think it's one of the reasons why we set up the Vice Chancellor's Endowment Fund, that if you have people like Ali, and I'm sure there are so many Ali's all over, then we could use that as the, the starting point. And get to oh wow so ali's story is what inspired you to set up the yes, vice chancellor's fund we had the idea but then that really was a game changer that why don't we do this and as we speak now over 50 have benefited so there are so many at least all over the place but you can wow. only do so much so i remember you advised him to do accounting and you asked him to also do ca or something do you, do you remember yes. the conversation we had when we met oh yes yes but just like yesterday. So even that story that led to uh, my friend Joyce Ufokudu, who then decided to, to sponsor Ali for the, the CA as well. 
and Ali started, and it's doing so well. I mean, Ali makes us not here because, I mean, <laughs> this is a brilliant young man. God will not forgive us if we had allowed this, uh, this talent to be wasted. If he doesn't move you, then you have the heart of stone. <laughs> yeah, and, and somehow he got a first class. Uh, and and I, I suspect you've been monitoring his academic performance in the four in the four years. How well was he doing? How how much were you monitoring his performance? In fact, Ali did no motivation. So by the time you call to ask for his results, the guy was already done well. So it's like, oh, this guy. I mean, <laughs> when you see him, he's just congratulating for what he has done. You don't need to tell him anything. So occasionally he will come to the office. We'll have a chat. A quiet guy, shy guy. Sometimes you tease him that. Now I, I have your graduation brochure here and the Bachelor of Science in Accounting, the first class is about ten or eleven or yeah, yeah. is it or about fifteen? Yeah. And yeah. how many students graduated in accounting? Um, so accounting and finance we are thousand and ninety two. Thousand and ninety two. Yes. And there are fifteen first classes. Yes. And he was one of them. Italian. You put your wicked power. In fact, accounting and finance is a flagship program. And mm -hmm. you have virtually the, the best students. I mean, the cream of the crop, they go to be the accounting and finance. Of course, UPA people say it is difficult. They say the investor of professional suffering. <laughs> because of the nature of our program, we try to um, train them and prepare them for the CA exam. So it is part of the a curricula. It's not your usual norm um, BSc accounting. So you have the very best coming to do the course. So if you get through, so if you get lower, it means you are very good. So to even make an upper in the first class, then you are there. Then you can compare with anyone from Harvard, Cambridge, Oxford, anywhere in the world. Mm, amazing stuff. So the, the, if he got a first class in accounting, he must be good. Because even yeah, with second upper or second lower, is in, 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 it's not bad. Yes, yeah, it's extremely good. I mean, it's, it's so, so good. Mm. So, so good. Yeah. So you're saying somebody has offered him a scholarship to do what, CA? In fact, he's been doing the CA, so somebody has responded to him, just do it. I think okay. he, he even mentioned that in, the, in his speech. Oh, okay, he did, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah so he's been doing the CA. Amazing, well. amazing. Yeah. Prof, um, this is Umaru Sanda here. Yeah, Umaru. Good, good morning. Yeah, thanks, for, yeah, thanks for the young man. We're excited uh, that you came in and helped us. Uh, we, we are grateful. I mean, I was watching you yesterday from the days, and then I'm very excited. But this year thing you talk about, plus the results that he brings, like sometimes when he sends us his semester results, it's like he doesn't do anything else on campus. He's just <laughs> learning. I mean, the lowest is like, his lowest is an A. Yes. Talk, talk to us about his academic work, sir. Um, um, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, uh, for UPSA, we usually will take the very best to read accounting and finance. And so, you have somebody that coming in, usually they are motivated, they're self-motivated. You uh, get a few that, well, they, they are distracted. But you get to know Ali, and at the first time he finished, I wanted to know, so I called for his first, uh, first semester result. And I was like, oh, the guy is already settled. So anytime I call for the result, it's just to, it's just to thank him for you not know, disappointing all of us. He didn't need any motivation. He's been consistent. It's not like uh, he's on this semester, off the other semester. Consistent.
do well. I, I want to thank you for your the intervention and also some of our students are with you about the Stella Koha, Gafachi, Gloria Anafo, Sylvia yeah. Koda. Yeah. They are yeah. doing difficult courses. We have actually yeah. about eight yeah. students. Eight students. Yeah. Please be merciful unto them. Why? <laughs> Gloria, Gloria Anafo graduated yesterday as well. So Gloria, okay. yes, Gloria got a second upper in accounting as yes. well. Yeah. Cope, wow. cope students. Yes, she's also a cope student. A few others who are there. They say the yeah. course is tough, so we beg you. We know that <laughs> <laughs> we are just begging you on their behalf. It's a mental professional suffering, but it's not for their good. <laughs> but, but, but let me thank Mr. Tempe for the for the job that you are doing. You are not just a radio station. Um, I mean, I mean, God reward you richly. Grace abound onto your station. I mean, sometimes the team, this is excellent job you are doing. On our part, we'll do our best always to see how we can help your group. Um, how many we can give scholarships to uh, your, your brilliant students and it's a mother Ghana so uh, we'll do our best for you anytime you need us you can call on us uh, and we'll see what we can do thank you very much so that was a yeah. vice thank you very much vc that was the vice chancellor of the upsc professor abednego fenhi oko uh, you know him well don't you <laughs> I, I taught with him <laughs> I used to teach in the same faculty so <laughs> you know uh, when i was teaching at UPSC, so, you know um, so UPS but I knew him before, before I knew that. in London, actually, before. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, when he used to come. To but you didn't tell me. Uh, well, now I'm telling you. <laughs> because when the period came and I was contacting him, you know, of course, because you and him know each other, it's easier yeah, for yeah, me to yeah, go. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. we had to go. I went to Kafui, actually. Yeah, we had to yeah, go to the bank yeah, to get the form, yeah. up and down stuff. I, mean, I think what, what was doing was that City wanted to help the boy. Yes. So you went there to get admission. admission. Yeah. Yes, because admission. if he doesn't get admission, he uh -huh. will, yes. yeah. so we had to get him admission. Then the prof decides, no, you let me just waive everything. Let me take care of that. So that's how then we had to take care of the, the, the accommodation. The accommodation. Yes. Otherwise, you were... You no, we're going to pay both accommodation and, and yeah, residence. Of course. I mean, all you needed we, was... We, yes. But again, uh, what that what that did was also to open the door for for others to benefit yes. from what we would have given him. Yes, you know. So, yes. uh, and what you having added is that you've been sending chop money alongside the other things that you've been doing. And <laughs> no, so that, thank you, thank that, you, that, That's not for <laughs> that's not a public concern. <laughs> and, and I think there are a few people too who have been supporting Ali. I don't know if you want to thank those people. I want to give a closing speech. Uh, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 there have been very great people who are, who are supporting me behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. There's this Zuyuzao Scholarship Foundation, which is now Cover Up Foundation. Mm -hmm. She was taking care of my upkeep, my feeding, clothing, and all things from level 100 up to level 400. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, very grateful for that mm -hmm. because even though I had my uh, tuition fees and then hostel fees covered, Without those things, you didn't get the peace of mind and then the You would have grown lean. <laughs> but I see your cheeks have come small and your hair is also it's, growing it's, nice. It's, it's, Afro it's boy. played a very big, big role mm -hmm. in me mm. attaining this success. Mm. So mm. I'm very grateful for that. Mm. So what's the plan? You're going to do service? Are you going to do ACC? What, what do you want to do next? Yes, from now on, I have to do my service. Mm. And then I'm still uh, doing the ICA. Okay. I'm in level two now. In level two. I've passed two papers in level two. I'm left with four papers. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'll be writing two papers in November. So you are preparing on your own privately yes, for yeah, that? I'm preparing my, on my own. Do you do classes for that? Do you have to do classes for that? Yes, when I was on campus, I go to uh, the school. They, ha they have IPS, which is responsible for um, tuition on ICE syllabus, mm -hmm. which I go. But now that I'm at home, I would have to get the manuals. They have manuals, and mm. then I can do 
because I have some background in accounting, I can manage to study on my own and then. You are shark. <laughs> but will the classes help you? The classes, yes, the classes. So you want to continue the classes? If yeah, if I get the opportunity, which mm. is very convenient, I I can. So you got a first class? Yes, I in got accounting. accounting. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you should, you should see his results. Like every semester, you think it's a photocopy of the old semester results because it's the same thing. A A A A. I mean, what, what when you are alone, when you are alone in your room, <laughs> what are some of the thoughts that go through your mind as you envision your future? So when I'm usually when I'm alone, what I usually think about is that I'm looking at all looking at all these uh, kind of help that I'm getting. What I need to do is to stay focused and then just work hard because I cannot disappoint. Mm. I have to justify why I was helped. Mm. And so anytime I am, uh, even when I go a day without reading something in a book, I don't feel comfortable because. Mm. I feel I've left something out. Mm. Yes. What do you think is a responsibility that you carry um, with respect to your your own community and, and, and your, your family? Yes, so I think um, the help I've gotten, I cannot just let it go. I have to also do my possible best to give back to society. And I'll be very glad to also one day affect society positively and an impact on my community as well.